2: Watch we burn down everything,
3: BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control, on the roll, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and of course,
2: twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast.
3: Hello, Twitch Room. Yes, hello, Twitch Room. If you are in the Twitch Room, you may notice we got a new set
2: finally yeah new set who dis you said who dis that's right uh,
3: yes we uh recently went through a move and we've uh, we've been kind of we're, we're roommates and we record podcasts that's what we do for a living and we decided why not make a nice little little set for ourselves so if you uh join in on the twitch chats uh in the in the future maybe you haven't joined us come join us because every tuesday night we'll be hanging out here in our new set we got the spinner title the best title ever made yeah we got a WCW encyclopedia. We got Lucha Masks. Yeah, Kairi's still here. Yeah, the whole set's here. So come check out on the Twitch. And I appreciate everyone with the kind words today. But yeah, you 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 did a great job. You like orchestrated this whole thing. Because we, we kind of had a, a makeshift set before mm. in the old place, in the OG BDE. But the new BDE is permanent. Yeah, we got 100%. this whole this
2: whole cool setup. Yeah, still working on some things. Uh, yeah. the sound might still be uh, a little maybe not what you're used to, but we've uh, we've got more soundproofing panels. We're coming, getting soundproofing. And we're, uh, it's gonna be really good, but we're we're super happy.
3: We're basically gonna make it look like uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott's studio. Oh yeah. The oh, lab. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, yes. BDE Row, are we? <laughs> BDE Row. Oh God. <laughs> uh, welcome to Up Next. We are your NXT. Friends. Friends! And uh, we'll be talking about some NXT. But yeah, our lives have pretty much just been all about the move. So we finally are feeling like super nestled in. We feel like we've just gone on a holiday and just never Still left. feel on
2: holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I desperately need to work out how to work my blinds. Okay. Because I what we've been here, what, 10 days now? Yeah. And the view's awesome. And I like being woken up early uh, by the sun. But sometimes you do need to sleep in a bit, and I cannot for the life of me figure out how to make these blinds work. And especially today, I uh, I was lucky enough to get the vaccine yesterday. Yes, you're vaxxed. I'm your Moderna mate now. Have you uh, updated your dating profiles? One of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was. My arm is really sore today. Right. And uh, I was really tired. I'm buzzing off caffeine right now because mm. I needed to. Um, but yeah, I tried to nap earlier, and I was just desperately trying to get these oh. lines to work. Uh, it was hard, hard work.
3: Yeah, I mean, w- uh, we moved into this new place in Toronto, and our whole view is, like, incredible. We get the the view of, like, the lake, The we see the ACC, and, like, the Gardiner, the highway here. Like, beautiful condo, and then on one side is, like, the CN Tower. But yeah, during the day, the whole place is just lit up so bright. So bright. We're not used to that, so we got to get some, like, plants going. We're going to grow some indoor herbs, possibly, oh, yeah. uh, and... It's it's like we're not used to this, and my room is the only room that didn't come with blinds.
2: Yeah, so I put <laughs> well, up. Well, mine essentially yeah, didn't. Yeah, because true. I don't. Like, <laughs> I made a
3: makeshift thing that I just haven't fixed. It, I'm it at looks the point fine. But. Where
2: I need to message the landlord, and I'm like, this seems so embarrassing to go hi. How I'm you do, do Just trying to close the curtains. <laughs> How do I do it? Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's fine. You're hopefully gonna get jabbed tomorrow.
3: Yeah, I'm going to attempt to. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully, I don't get like microchipped or like nanobot. I don't, I don't care
2: at this point. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do a quick plug. If you uh, if you are kind of in like the GTA, yeah, Vax Hunters Canada on Twitter. Uh, check okay. them out because that's how I was lucky yesterday. I went to one place yeah. and I lined up for about thirty minutes. Took an Uber there and. The person in front of me was the last person to get it. And I was like, ah. So it was North York. So it was a bit of a trip if you don't drive. Like as an Uber or uh, public transport. Then I went on this Twitter and saw there was a church nearby. So Uh I quickly picked up a Burger King because I was starving (laughs) and went over. And it was so easy. Just walked in. Did
3: you get the kingfish?
2: The kingfish? Oh, no. (laughs) No, I got the bacon king.
3: Like the burger?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. And, uh, yeah, the second place just walked in, sat right down, and got it. But what I'm mad about is I didn't get a sticker. That you, Did you even get vaccinated oh, wow. if you didn't get a sticker? Wow. I wanted a sticker for the gram. So what are you going to you, do? You didn't have one. Instead, I took a s- 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 photo of my silly face. Did you really get vaccinated? I don't know. I lying? mean, my arm hurts. I think right. I, I've been... I mean, it, having this, because obviously vaccine is they give you a little bit of whatever it is and you build up your antibodies to fight it okay like just having this like you know covid's no joke because i felt like like really Crab. exhausted today. right okay. apparently the second one's worse but oh. i'm happy it's the price you gotta pay yeah i guess to be able to breathe on each other again can't yeah. wait to just lick all my friends again. You know? I just
3: really want to hug people. Yeah, like, like, yeah. I just like miss hanging out with friends and 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 doing stuff and seeing your family and, and mm. just like we're only uh, we're only uh, on this thing for how many rotations, and like we want to, we want to spend it with people. We're mm. supposed to be with people, and finally, if this is the way that lets us do that, then I'm fully behind this. This like, is the way. It, this is the way. Mm-hmm. Th- apparently, it's like, a
2: drink from my Darth Vader mug
3: yeah uh yeah we're so fancy now in this in this set we got like gaming chairs and everything and your vax we're just we just feel like uh like i'm so smart yeah <laughs> we're like upper class citizens <laughs> lately we're just balling out here we're, we are every every day our, our we have a concierge now yeah he's always like that that those guys they always got amazon so packages amazon <laughs> packages <laughs> we've just been ordering i saw our roof today online
2: shops do exist yeah
3: yeah we have like a rooftop patio that's just right like the sea and tower is just right there it's just crazy Uh, one day we might try to record some shows out there or something it might be really when it's not as windy yeah when it's like a summer day yeah it's crazy yeah you can suntan and all that stuff but yeah uh we've been we've just been living the good life just because we for the past few years just been kind of been complicit with uh like sorry complacent I guess with Mm. where we were living and now we're like just enjoying the
2: oh my my mental health is so much better yeah definitely right honestly I didn't realize how much of a toll the old place actually had on me until we moved because it was we were in a basement with no windows for three years um and now we're professional podcasters now we're professional (laughs) podcasters we are because uh
3: we're proudly supported our Patreon. Mm. That kind of rhymes, almost. Um, If you are a member of our Patreon, subscribe because we're doing so many shows. Now that we have a cool set, we just want to record all the podcasts. All the time. And that's what we're doing. Uh, We had a wild week last week where we did a Up Yours talking about Pee Wee's Big Adventure.
2: Yeah, Robert Frith picked... (laughs) Tim Burton's first feature film, Kiwi's Big Adventure. That
3: was wild. And because of Blood and Guts, which we also do because we do BD Elite every week and join us again for the Twitch, but we did a BD Elite talking about Blood and Guts, but then we put the Facebook Up Next group, which is a a secret society that you can join because we'll let any hooligans in. Mm. Um, They all voted for a classic War Games review for reviews from the six and we ended up doing the two thousand. Triple Cage War Games oh, yeah. of WCW, which had nothing to do with War Games at all. But that was a wild It had nothing review.
2: to do with anything. It made zero sense, but um was a good, fun review to do.
3: Yeah, uh, and then we have a bunch of shows that are coming up this week as well, because the May schedule is pretty stacked. Last month, April, we t- we said to the the patrons, hey, we're moving May 1st, so I guess all these people were like, yeah, I'll throw them five bucks to hear some silly podcasts. It was our like, most... most uh, like. Biggest month that we've had here on the Patreon mm. And that's why we're balling out with all this stuff So thank you guys <laughs> It but
2: all goes back into the pod Exactly, we just
3: keep putting stuff into the the podcast But we have some shows coming up this, this week Including oh, yeah. a brand new up yours With uh, post-wrestling icon Brandon from New Jersey Yes uh, Who is part of the BDE as well Love Brandon He's selected Samurai Cop
2: Yeah, not seen it yet I I kind of have an idea what it might be about. I'm guessing a, a cop who's a samurai, and I can't. <laughs> what no? I can't wait, his, his pick last year we did. I come in peace, which was fantastic. Yeah, uh, loved it. So Brandon always coming up with uh, with good obscure choices. So I'm really looking forward to this show. I'm sure it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, uh, there's going to be lots of laughs. Yes, I'm
3: sure. And then I'm going to try to on the show coerce Brandon into plugging his first episode of The Last Laugh. It, is that ever <laughs> going to happen? I don't know, but I want like a piece of it. Yeah. I want to help him out if we can. So we're going to get Brandon on the show for Samurai Cop. It'll oh, be a yeah. hoot. We're recording Friday, so we are. can't
2: and wait for that. With WrestleMania Backlash just around the corner, we thought it'd be good to look at a Backlash that happened 20 years ago. I can't believe it's 20 years since this show. Backlash 2001 featuring the Brothers of Destruction versus the Two-Man Power Trip. All the titles on the line, IC title, WWF title, and the tag team titles. But if that wasn't enough, you've got a Queensbury Rules match. William Regal versus Chris Jericho in the Duchess of Queensbury (laughs) Rules match. So funny. Raven versus Rhino in a hardcore match. And my favorite, Shane O'Mac versus the big show in a last man standing pay-per-view stacked
3: oh i remember the dvd i remember I burned this
2: clearly and that's why yeah. it's scary that it's 20 years ago yeah uh, so that'll be dropping uh, this weekend as well and then of course as always it's a wwe pay-per-view so we will be doing a watch along this sunday on this very twitch channel twitch.tv slash up next podcast we will be doing a watch along for wrestlemania backlash as well as our post show
3: yeah, so all the backlash because it's backlash weekend. You will be doing a watch along post show and it, our reviews from the six, a retro review of backlash 2001. So all the backlash stuff, but uh, that's what we're coming up this week. But I thought I'd give a little like quick plug because we've just kind of finalized what something we're doing next week. So clear your schedule next Thursday because we might be doing a uh, recording uh, on a Twitch, like an extra stream mm. Thursday night next week. With a special guest, W.H. Park To do a special free edition of Best Match Ever Hannah Kimura
2: Yeah, uh, unfortunately it was a year ago um, That Hannah Kimura took her life And um, we thought it would be nice to do Kind of a celebration of her work Um, Hannah Kimura, I've seen a couple of her matches She's definitely someone uh, Stardom in general is is like a company I want to be more familiar with And who better? And getting WH Park to kind of for guide sure. us through the career of Hana
3: So we'll uh, be stargazing and we'll be staring at some stardom and talking all about it. So we'll we'll compile a list in the next few days. And uh, I believe a lot of stardom, a lot of her matches are available for free on some of their awesome. stuff. So uh, we'll be linking that as well. But uh, the show will be out for free on this very feed, probably like the Friday or whatever, mm. but uh, that later that weekend. But if you want to catch it live, we will be recording with WH Park. So... Uh, come check that out as well but all the shows are out there that's going to be a free one but all the other shows that we've done five dollars a month for north american tier on the patreon gets you access to all the shows this month and all the past shows you, you can go through and cherry pick all the stuff you haven't checked out because it's only five bucks for north american tier but if you're insane like those world champ patrons man then then sign up because for 25 bucks you not only do you get to to come on a show pick stuff and 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 all that but you get to join us for watch alongs like some of our people are going to be joining us this week weekend as well but you get behind the bde which we haven't christened the new BDE by recording we, one yet we need to do we need to soon. do that yeah. soon behind the bde the most uh, absolutely the most uh, sought after show on the patreon but go support us there uh if you like what we do but if not hey go give us a nice uh like or I don't know. What do you do
2: on the podcast app? You can give five stars.
3: Yeah. Give Give us a
2: review and, and also join the Facebook group. Uh, I think we're going to start moving away from the post wrestling forum. So at the moment we're doing feedback on both the Facebook group and, uh, the post wrestling forum. Uh, but if you do want to kind of leave your feedback for NXT, uh, every week, uh, subscribe to the the facebook group it's absolutely free and uh, yeah the community is crazy it's great the chat's fire there's always lots of stuff going on there and uh the community it's it's one of the things we're super proud about this last year is i feel it's really grown and i feel a lot of us have become really good friends i i'd love to plug the post-wrestling discord as well i've been uh going in there on saturday nights and watching the the UFC and the boxing with all the guys in there, Phil uh, Chertok does a great job kind of moderating that whole thing and really fun. So uh, if you kind of want to check out, there's all these different avenues that you can come and sort of hang with us and all these other fans and of wrestling. And yeah, it's a great community. No, I, I love what we've created and, and
3: been a part of Pat, this past like year and, and some change with the whole pandemic and such. Uh, it's It's just been like staying inside and watching. Thankfully, wrestling is this entertainment form that we all like that has continued throughout. They'd never stopped. And as fans before this, it was kind of hard finding friends who liked wrestling. So now it's like, well, now I'm stuck inside. So even though... Now we have too many. Now we have everyone who's who's wrestling fans from all over the world. And I know you guys who listen to us, you know, shout out wherever you are and appreciate you uh, listening. And it's it's crazy that, you know, wrestling already made this like weird niche community. But now along with like... The, the pandemic and this, this podcast that we do, we've got like a whole squad. Like we're mm. going to show up to a mania one year with just like 30 people. We're going to look like a football team times two. We're going to look like a gang with all these. Oh po- yeah. Just, just a bunch of dudes
2: rocking the hoodies
3: <laughs> <laughs> in an up next hoodies. Yeah. Don't we want to just get everyone wearing the hoodies <laughs> at one point? And that's our final plug because the hoodies are still flying off the shelves. Pro wrestling dot com slash up next. We have the up next. Podcast hoodies, the White Claw inspired Ralph the Raccoon. Uh, hey, what about that Ralph the Raccoon video game that uh, everyone was tagging us in on yeah, Twitter? Need to get on that. Apparently, there's a video game
2: about a raccoon based
3: mm. in Toronto. Sounds maybe great.
2: that's all that needed. We needed to to leave Ralph alone and let him spread his wings and and now been gone a week and he's got his own video game. We were holding him back. <laughs> we were <holding> him back. <laughs> well, now we got uh,
3: ducks and geese down mm. by the lake and we're we're thriving. And a lot of flies well you can't let him in by yeah. the water so yeah, yeah yeah that's true uh well i guess we can get into some nxt talk that's all the plugs yeah i
2: i wanted to maybe oh before we go into nxt for sure yeah um, what's that did you watch dark side of the ring last week? oh There's man been quite a few documentaries we got the a and e ones and we got dark side has kicked off again and yeah, we haven't really talked about it yet.
3: Yeah, I haven't caught up on all the A&E docs as much, but I, I think I want to check out the Booker one. And I, I, I know they're promoting heavy the Shawn Michaels one mm. coming out. So I kind of want to check out that the WWE ones are weird because uh, the WWE ones are like Bohemian Rhapsody right yeah they, they don't want to show you the, yeah the, yeah they don't want to show you the fun stuff not the fun stuff but the real no but stuff. they just
2: use words like demons and, things. Ah, and that's he's got completely his demons what i think we're going to get with sean whereas the, but i do think the booker one is a, a, like john and way talked about it on Rewinder Raw, roar and yeah. they, they kind of articulate it very well but i found it quite inspiring it's probably the best a and e documentary just the way booker like turned his life around from being in prison and stuff it's it's quite an interesting story and i'm not the biggest booker t fan but i i did really enjoy that doc uh but yeah the brian pillman doc i know people are mad
3: about the booker t not talking about wrestlemania 19 Mm. they kind of just glossed over it but i'm still gonna want to check it out but uh i watched dark side of the ring that is just that is a show i've definitely watched all of them Mm. i think it's a fantastic program that they've put together and like They've stepped it up even further with this Brian. Brian Pillman, someone I'm not super familiar with. I always go, Oh yeah, he was in the heart foundation. We talked about him on our recent Calgary stampede yeah. pay-per-view, uh, just recently. And, uh, like I know some of the stuff and some of the stunts that he's done in wrestling, especially the, the gun stunt and mm. with Austin and stuff. But this was like a whole in-depth, like warts and all, like everything. It didn't mm-hmm. hold no punches. And that's what Dark Side of the Ring has done. But uh, at the end of the day, it made me just wanting to root for Pillman Junior. Oh yeah, you want him. You want
2: him to be like the guy, world champion. He's uh, instantly it brought it. It brought like a t- almost like brought a tear to my eye. That moment uh, he was talking about not having someone to throw a ball around with and went to school and didn't like couldn't play sports because he never had that figure that tore me up. Yeah, um, and yeah, just watching him every week and he's still like he's still. Pretty young and pretty, pretty new to wrestling. Has only been doing it a few years, and you absolutely want to see him just go as far as possible. Yeah, definitely. This guy seems great, and what a like horrific life he's lived up to this point. And it's just awesome to see him so like kind of happy and healthy now and succeeding.
3: Yeah, like that. Th- the dark side of the ring also shows you, like, yeah, that guy had Brian Pillman, you know, rest in peace. Had his problems as well mm. and it showed you both sides it didn't like gloss over the fact they like yeah this guy kind of did some things and this is what he did and but it it shows you both sides and just shows you the story and it's yeah wrestling's a messed up world watching yeah. this dark side of the ring because the last season was crazy but this one the nick gage one's coming out oh yeah looks th- crazy. that'll be interesting because I, yeah. I
2: don't really know much what else are all. they doing this year they're doing um a- they're doing the plane ride from hell which should be a fun one, I right. think, because yeah, mo- most of them they've had like the the really dark ones, and then you get ones like Herb Abrams and New yeah. Jack, which are actually quite they're still dark, but they're right. they're quite fun. And I uh, I imagine the plane ride from Hell uh, will be like that. And I I hope to learn some more. Like I feel I know all the stories about that, right, but yeah. it will still be
3: I like learning new things. Yeah, definitely that, from- and
2: I think that's why like the Pillman one, and why I loved the Herb Abrams one so much last year because I knew nothing <laughs> about him. I
3: love the Road Warriors one because they dropped the story about uh, uh, how allegedly, was it Hawk was like on like tripping on like LSD Wembley? and then took the, the motorcycle and mm. did his entrance and the match in Wembley and the dude was like tri- still tripping balls or something. That was like, I did
2: not know that. that. The problem with that one for me was I felt like it was just, yeah, this is what every wrestler <laughs> was doing at the time. It's like. Oh, and he was big into alcohol and drugs. It's like, I mean, yeah, it's dark, but I'm like, yeah, that was the 80s. Well, yeah, was the 90s.
3: Yeah, I mean, wrestling Everyone changed. was. Now they're just playing video games. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And podcasting, like mm. us. That's right. Let's talk about some some new wrestling in the world. I, I, I will definitely continue to talk about Dark Side of the Ring uh, every week as they go forward, because I uh, genuinely love that show. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I've been watching a lot of wrestling with like, with whether it be NXT, cause I feel like NXT is kind of on this roll right now. And I like the fact that, uh, AEW on Wednesday nights and NXT's on two nights. It makes it different, makes it separate. Uh, we were kind of negative on blood and guts and you can go hear our, our review on that. And we'll be talking about BD Elite tomorrow. So I mm. kind of, I guess we can kind of save it for that. But, uh, like, cause I, I didn't hate last week. I just felt like it was just another, like, kind of
2: wet fart moment for me hype is something for me yeah if you if you deliver like a a good match with no hype it kind of takes you off guard but when you build something up so much you you gotta deliver yeah and when you when it's that hyped up and it's just good and then has a like the end like that it does disappoint me and i think maybe um maybe we were a bit overly negative based on that finish but Like the match itself was still it was fine, like it, but it didn't blow me away as much as I thought it could do. Like it, it didn't compare to the NXT War Games, in my opinion. Right? Um, Yeah. It did have more of that old school feel, which I I did like, but I still think like the pinnacle did nothing. They just got beaten up for half an hour.
3: There was no double moons.
2: No, and I mean NXT had double moons and Pat McAfee. You had QT Marshall mooning earlier in the show.
3: Yeah, there was some moons. There was some butts, yeah, blood, yeah. blood and butts, but uh, we'll talk some more on AEW, because st- we still love AEW. We just kind of thought oh, it yeah. was a weird spot, but ne- tomorrow's show looks stacked, too. So oh, yeah. Eugene Nagata. Yeah, can't wait. Blue mm-hmm. Justice? Blue Justice. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, but let's go into NXT, because I-, I also think this show has been on quite a roll. They've definitely found their footing once again. It kind of feels like the old days. It NXT, really does, in yeah. A, in a strange, weird way, but... NXT from May 11th, 2021. We start off with a recap of the way winning the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships last week. And we'll, we'll see more of the way later on, including right now. Austin Theory in the ring with his X Men inspired way gear with Johnny Gargano in his headband. He's really trying to get these headbands over. He's
2: trying to force him to sell them. I like a headband. Yeah, you should get one. Especially not being able to have a haircut. I just hold just it been back. wearing my Brie Bella headband a lot <laughs> outside in public. Uh I'll wait for the sun to get a bit warmer for that. Yeah, uh, Aust- first beach day, first island day. I'll, I'll rock my Brie headbands? Bella headband. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, Austin Theory's got the pleasure of going up against the NXT world champion, Carrion Cross, who comes out all scary with his epic entrance with his uh, wife by his side. And then it cuts to Johnny and Theory ringside and they're just scared. They're just shook. They're like, uh, uh-oh. But Johnny's like, ah, you, you got this. You can, you can do this. You got this. You got this.
2: He's like Theory's dad, isn't yeah. he? And it's, it's Theory uh kind of is the kid who's not athletic at all about to play his first football game and he's like no you, you're good you got
3: this you got this yeah he even quotes Wayne Gretzky and says you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take yeah. it's true he's just it's just like true. what does that have to do with anything right now with this but okay uh Karrion Kross is no longer wearing his Beauty and the Beast shirt mm. but he's wearing his
2: Hercules gear he's got Ember Moon's old gear Ember Moon's old gear? Yeah.
3: (laughs) He's definitely gladiator. Like, I thought, I was thinking Tatanka,
2: Viking Raiders. It's very, yeah, Roman Gladiator.
3: Yeah, he's going for that. Uh, Theory tries to get in his face, but instantly is taken out with this crazy clothesline and then like an overhead throw suplex. Uh when the ref is distracted by Johnny, Theory actually gains some offense by raking the eyes of Cross, which disorients him. And then actually Theory gets some offense, hits him with a follow slam, which looked pretty impressive. The roll-through drop kick, but then it's cross who just gets ticked off far too many times, and then hits him with the Saito suplex, and then another one, then the back to the sorry, elbow to the back of the head, the the cross what do I call it? The crossblade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and then just like the the Forearm strikes to the back of the head that are he's just really slapping him. uh, And then puts him in the sleeper hold while staring at Johnny. And it's over. Cross beats him. Beats Theory.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think we were all expecting Theory to get killed here. My complaints about Cross are the same as always. Just his stuff doesn't look deadly enough for me. And it kind of just felt like Theory overselling to try and get Cross over as this dominant monster. I am intrigued by... Because, obviously, later in the show, we have... Um, well, after this, we have Finn show up. But they're teasing something with Gargano as well. And I, I'm wondering if the way are going to start slowly becoming a bit more babyface. Because I, th- I think for Cross to work, he needs to be full heel, in my Yeah, mind. is
3: Cross supposed to be the face? I'm not He's kind of sure. a
2: tweener right now. But... um. I can definitely see them going with Gargano down the line uh, especially with a, a North American Championship match next week perhaps that strap's not going to be on Johnny too much longer mm. Maybe Johnny goes for the world title. Mm,
0: that's <laughs> what I'm thinking.
2: At some point, maybe not right away, but I, I feel like they're planting seeds for that. Sure. Yeah, that that could be true. Uh overall, like this was just an attempt to help get
3: both kind of characters over, but Cross for me still like I wanna l I wanna be behind him, but he still doesn't feel like the champion at all.
2: You watch some I mean, we've been uh, like raving about Sheamus recently, and it's because he lays it in thick, you know, and a lot of those guys, it's not everyone's style, like the big heavyweight, heavy hitting, but I do think your, your Lashley's, Drew's, and Seamus's right now, They when they're having a match, they do lay it in thick and they do hit each other pretty hard. Right. And I never see it with this guy. No, I don't at all. Like, I, again,
3: I, I want to like him. He's got like this cool look that could work, but when it comes down to it, it just.
2: He looks like he's just slapping the guy when he's mm. supposed to be like hitting him. It's just like, ah, it's just Roman. You see Roman. Do yeah. brown and pound. Yeah. And you go Oh, this like Roman, Bryan. those matches when he gets him down and he's delivering those elbows, it's night and day. Yeah. I'm thinking like
3: Roman, I'm thinking like anyone in New Japan, the way mm. they level people like just the, there's an art to it. And clearly like he maybe just hasn't figured out how to make it and look that way. Definitely
2: but. that finish. If you can't make it look good. Yeah. It's the same with that. Blood and guts. If it doesn't look good, don't do it. Well, also, like, Cross wears those
3: shirts and Romans shirts are far superior because they say stack them and smash them. Yeah. I don't know how I don't own this shirt
2: yet. I, I need
3: to get them. We need to get our own version. Oh, yeah. What would it be? Stack them and smash them. I don't know what the graphic would be. <laughs> Grind them, roll them, smoke em. There you go. There you go. Smoke them. St- stack them, smash them, smoke them if you got them. <laughs> um, so Crossbeats Theory, but right after this match, as he's standing tall with Scarlet holding the title – Finn Balor just appears out of nowhere, demon magic, behind the shoulder of Cross, and he says, I want my rematch. Cross says, I've been thinking the same thing. So let's do it. So uh looks like we're getting Cross Balor two in the near future, which we kinda learned that it's not at the next takeover, which we'll get to, but it's in two weeks.
2: I think that's right. We've already seen this at a takeover. Um I think it's yeah, we can build up someone else, whether that be Finn or uh sorry, whether that be Kyle or hmm. uh I don't think Argano yet. I think Kyle's probably the safe bet. Unless they wanna stretch that out, stretch that title race out a little longer for
3: Kyle. I just instantly I I liked Finn showing up here. It was a nice like kind of a shock and you're like, "Okay, cool. I'm interested. It's it's kind of still a hot program. He lost the title. I don't think Finn should have lost the title. So therefore, I am on team let's give back the title to Finn and pretend this I didn't happen." I mean, you're going
2: to get better matches with Finn as yeah. the champ, but it it does then become very hot potato. Too bad. Let's go back to Finn. That's <laughs> I like potatoes. Remember
3: Finn? <laughs> that happened to Finn back in the day in NXT, where he hot potatoed Joe. Would do it, right? Wasn't it him and Joe, or was that Finn was yeah. only
2: champ once,
3: first time around Oh, right. It That's was right. Joe and Nakamura. Got you. Back That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, So we're getting that in two weeks. We go to Kushida, who shows up earlier today. He's ready for his Cruiserweight title match. His championship is on the line. And then Raquel and Dakota show up looking mad fierce. They're ready for their match tonight. Well, Raquel is. And then we go to Leon Ruff in William Regal's office. And he is like irate. He's going crazy and says, I want a match it's like he wants a match with Swerve, and Regal's like, no. But he's like, I want a match. And he says, no, you're not allowed to compete tonight because you've been hurt. And he's like, well, I want my match. And
2: he says no. So he starts screaming, and he like throws everything. So it's the doctors have medically cleared Ruff. Right. But Regal feels uncomfortable about allowing him to gotcha. compete.
3: So he's upset. So he f- like throws the, the knucks. He even throws the knucks on the ground. Yeah.
2: Everything. And uh, he, he leaves. I love this new fire for Ruff. When he first came in, he was just the smiley little guy Yeah, uh, who had that North American title run out of nowhere, which kind of everyone was like, oh, this is a bit weird. I think giving him this bit of an edge, a bit of a chip on his shoulder is really working and actually really works for his... Like high octane pace that he wrestles at. Um, I think, yeah, I think they're doing really great stuff with Ruff right now.
3: Yeah, 100%. You're, you're right. It's before he was just this guy who's the enhancement talent. And now mm. he's co- created this whole character. It's, it's almost, and I, I hate to compare it, but AEW like brings in these characters, they build up on dark and mm. all this stuff, like characters that you were like, oh, I'm happy to see them get kind of a shine, but they're essentially enhancement talent for like the bigger guys. But then in doing so, it helps create someone yeah, like Ricky Starks, who uh, I hope is okay with the whole news about his name. Yeah, but, that's well, nasty. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's like building someone like a Zoe Stark here in, in NXT. It's like, well, yeah, because it just helps her get other people it's over more, while
2: helping her. Like we do our show Was Next, where we go back and it's what they always did. Yeah, like We've been watching Sasha Banks, who came in and had some matches where she's losing to the bigger names like Paige and stuff. And she doesn't really have much of a character at all. And then they start, giving her a bit more and start giving a bit more backstage segments and making her a bit more featured. And it, it works all the time, especially this is still, this is still kind of developmental. So, yeah. Uh, and I think they maybe lost sight of that a bit during the, the Wednesday night wars, but it's why NXT has been on a bit of a roll recently because it feels fresh again.
3: Well, I don't think, I don't agree with Ruff throwing the knucks on the ground. Mm. You don't, that's, that's going to come to bite him, and that could be set up a setup of future match. Maybe. Talking about Was Next, the, where we're currently in our Was Next, where we go back and re- review NXT, is the William Regal as the commentator in the feud with Cassius Ohno, yeah. Chris Hero, which has been awesome to go back and, and watch. But you're saying we should get Ruff versus Regal, I think. Why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. just do it. Regal versus
2: everyone. I always <laughs> thought we were going to get Regal Breeze before we had the... Regal Breeze? Yeah, before when they brought in Liger... It felt like oh. the feud. It felt like it was building up to right. Yeah, because okay. like Breeze was disrespecting everyone, and yeah. then they did
3: it recently, him. like a year or two ago, where they teased someone wanted to fight Regal. Adam Cole maybe. I don't yeah, know. if everyone wants to fight Regal, yeah, everyone. I want to fight Regal. It sucks though because no. every
2: <laughs> everyone in NXT is always shorter than him. Yeah, because he's, oh, he's a big guy. He, yeah, he's huge. He's really and especially in this episode, he's that he doesn't feel like a general manager. He feels like the headmaster of he NXT, is. and I think maybe his height. Is part of that, especially Leon Ruff coming in. Yeah. like And Johnny later, because Johnny's not a big guy either. Yeah. And just, yeah, Regal's got this real kind of principal teacher vibe. We're going to be talking more
3: about him uh, this week because of the Backlash-Queensbury-Duchess rules match, which is hilarious. But we go to Breezango, who who are already in the ring, and they don't get, like, their classic intro they've been doing with the outfits. They're just already in the ring posing. And while... Breeze like lays in the ropes posing like suntanning essentially it's Fandango who's doing the make it rain like you know dance where you make it yeah liquid. we haven't done that for a
1: while <laughs>
3: <laughs> speak for yourself No, I'm
2: joking. I'm joking. we're halfway <laughs> there got our first dose we'll be making it rain in no time I only bring it up because he then does it
3: later again in oh, the yeah. match and it's like yeah I know you missed that but it's Florida he's probably doing it all the probably. time probably <laughs> So Breezango are going to face the NXT Tag Team Champions in a non-title match, MSK, all day. Um, We have Nash Carter starting off with Tyler Breeze. They do some back and forth really quick. And then Dan goes in and Carter again gets the upper hand of him. There's then this spot where it's really funny. It's Carter who, like Irish whips Tyler Breeze, who then does a drop down and then does the, the hop up. The leapfrog but then the referee somehow gets involved daryl sharma and he then has to do the drop down and then the lift up the frog up whatever and
2: yeah and it's just uh, just a moment that you causing it was fandango i think yeah to run right into a drop kick <laughs> yeah as
3: well. it, it, it was so funny and it was so perfectly timed and everything uh not not all nxt refs
2: are bad no <laughs> 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 this is this is something you tend to see at like indie shows and things like that. Yeah, and yeah. it was just fun. Like, I got that vibe. It's two baby face teams: fan, uh, Breezango, who lean towards comedy, MSK who are a serious act, but they're they're your happy go lucky team as well. So why not put a spot like that in this? I, I thought it was very. It fun. was
3: really funny, yeah. and it could be something that MSK try to do in their their arsenal because mm. there are guys that do the ref spots like a lot. Evil, does evil does it, Uno used to, yeah, a lot. Um, But MSK, re- re- really cheeky here, but uh love it. There's then a commercial break. When we come back, Fandango gets a near fall with a Falcon Arrow for a, a two count. There's then uh Carter, who comes back in with Wes, and they hit the assisted moonsault, the hot fire flame, which looks crazy uh for a near fall. There's then Tyler Breezy comes back with supermodel kick to one to the other, only near falls. But then Nash hits a moonsault to the outside. Breeze back in the ring goes for the unprettier... But it's blocked, and then it's the transmission, which is the heart attack blockbuster combo from MSK who pin him, and they win the match. And then sportsmanship afterwards, where they they tag. and I thought we were getting a Brizango heel turn for a second. <laughs> Glad we didn't. But
2: yeah, uh, yeah, fun match. I think uh, these guys always deliver in putting on something pretty entertaining on TV um yeah I, I enjoyed it yeah Not, it was nothing yeah to write home about but was was a good fun match
3: yeah i had this especially the spot with the bump a uh, shout out daryl yeah. sharma uh head ref of nxt stealing the show yeah definitely um he he, he he was actually at nxt uh here on tuesday night yeah some other refs weren't i had other more important things i guess a mm. world of twisted place mm. yeah i mean but then again this ref is the zombie ref he is. Daryl. So, I mean, he's, he didn't look like a zombie here. No. He looks spry. We go to Legado Del Fantasma backstage. Uh, oh, actually, sorry, I, I, I misspoke. It's MSK who grabbed the camera after the fact and speak into it and, and, my, and say, Legado Del Fantasma, we heard you calling us out. We're not hard to find, so we'll we'll fight you for these titles. So that's kind of setting up that match that we thought we'd get soon. We see Regal's busy. He just cleaned his office up. You could see he put the nucs back on the desk. Yes. That was like the first thing he picked up to put on his desk. And then comes Johnny Gargano, who's all like fired up and is like ah, blah, blah 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 blah. And I feel like I want you could show me the same clip of Johnny walking in the Regal's office from like the past 5 weeks, but you could probably show me the same one and I'd believe it.
2: It's always entertaining <laughs> though. Yeah.
3: Uh so Johnny pisses
2: Regal off and did he break a pencil? So yeah, there was quite funny Line like Regal uh Johnny is pissed because the match is scheduled with Bronson Reed next week. And uh he's like, I don't get why you hate me so much. And Regal goes, I don't hate you, I value you. You're the North American champion. I even got the marketing department to make you a headband. <laughs> and you see Johnny stare at the brass nuts like he's gonna swipe him off, and Regal gives him this look. He's like, Alright. He picks up the pencil, but doesn't just snap it, he snaps it over his knee, which it's like <laughs> It's a tiny pencil. pencil. <laughs> you don't need to do IV over your knee. I found that quite funny. So William Regal
3: hates this so much that later in the night, it's announced that William Regal... Uh Has well, there's. I don't want to get ahead, but the the story now on Twitter that Gargano's pushing is be- the reason the match is now a steel cage match is because of this.
2: Because <laughs> he broke his prized
3: <laughs> pencil. He's like, look, R- Ruff went in and destroyed your office. What happened to him? You gave him a match, but me, I get put in a steel cage. <laughs> That's not fair. All I do is break your pencil. Uh, I thought it was funny too. I, I love Johnny, and I'm 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 liking the fact that maybe they're try They're actually finding the footing with the comedy. Don't go so over the top that it's like. Blatantly fake.
2: Yeah, I I think maybe I'm just accepting it now. This is the role he's in, so I'm just trying to enjoy it. And I, I it has been clicking with me a lot more over the last week. I think maybe the way as a unit are uh, feel more or, like have the better chemistry. It doesn't feel as forced now, and yeah. I think they are bouncing off each other really well. And I think Regal is just great with everyone. Just his his comedic timing is is brilliant, and he's got great chemistry with most of the roster. I'd say. We go to
3: the commentary team who are talking about uh, the announcement of NXT Takeover in your house. Mm. That's right, it's coming back with host Todd Pettingale. Oh yeah, he's going to be hosting this thing. Uh, I believe it's in June. Uh, I'm blanking on the name already. I should have wrote it. Actually, wrote it down. But I think it's the June 13th. June 13th. Off the top of my head. Yeah, it's yeah. another Sunday show, mm. which I know that. Uh, so going forward, we'll, we will be in your house. As well June 13th yeah. That's right So looking forward to that Which means they got time To build to another Pay-per-view which is, which is great The commentary team Are then interrupted Behind the glass By Ever-Rise With their sign They're trying to get on TV Like promoting their Their, their show The ever Saturday show Or something And Vic Joseph says He's much more Of a what's next guy Ooh. That's what he said Because <laughs> they jacked the name From, from yeah. me But yeah. He doesn't mean The old show but he's more of a, a what's next guy. I'm more of an up next guy.
2: Up next is a better ring to it anyway.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's more OG. he's more original. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we go to uh, Pete Dunn, who comes down to the ring and he is just angry. He's an angry British man. So bad. He's just, guy. he's just always upset and angry. Uh, he says, someone come out here and fight me. Anyone back there have the basically the balls to step up to me. I dare ya! And someone answers this because from behind, he's attacked by a rabid Leon Ruff who's just wiling out. And a ref shows up and basically William Regal's finally said, sure, you want your match so damn bad? You can have it against this guy. So this match starts and it's Ruff versus Dunn. And it's it's. Dunn, who goes to beat him up early, but Ruff does his rough escape, where he like does the Spider-Man stuff, all escaping, but gets caught into this crazy arm breaker. And this is where Pete Dunn shows him that uh, I don't like fingers, and he just... Goes after them. He breaks them. He bites them. He's bending them. Ruff is screaming, but then he eventually gets out of it. Hits this Hurkan Rana and then a dropkick. Does the, like, lunatic lariat. He gets some offense. Goes for the flying cutter, but gets a forearm in midair. And uh, Wade says it's just like the bullhammer hammer, because it, it was. Mm-hmm. And that means there's bad news for... Leon Ruff because there's this crazy like inverted triangle submission
2: hold from Pete Dunne which just looks chef's kiss here this felt to me like actually if you were in a fight and you get someone down and you just grab every limb to try and get them to stop moving it's like yeah. I'm gonna put my forearm there I'm gonna grab this it's and I'm gonna elbow you in the head octopus. like it didn't feel like a a normal like it looks stage sick. wrestling move he's just like i'm gonna hurt you it dude. was sick it looked and great. it's it's over so
3: pete dunn beats leon Ruff just like that and right after the match he goes back to Ruff, who's laying there and then does the finger snap again so he breaks his fingers and uh yeah so pete Dunne's just a, a mean mean guy breaking fingers taking names he doesn't give a shit Not pete dunn he's just a mean he's the
2: baddest man in
3: nxt uh, overall, I thought this was fun. It kind of served its purpose. Unfortunately, Ruff got to do the, he's doing the enhancement job here, but uh, it still kind of helps him get over. But he let his emotions get the best of him. This aggressive side. He's got to learn how to control his anger.
2: Yeah. And do you, do you think this is maybe going to kind of take him out next week as well? And Regal still isn't going to let him oh, because gotcha. his fingers are now... Broken because you assume you, he wants to get back at swerve, yeah. which
3: means he's gonna, there's a beatdown coming oh, <laughs> because yeah. we'll learn why later. Oh, but yeah. like, like, yeah, so yeah, the uh, eventual lead up needs to be rough versus swerve one more time at takeover. Give them a damn takeover spot.
2: I think they deserve it. Yeah. Um. It, it feels definitely like the, I think I said this last week, the Dijack Lee feud of this year, just. Some really good TV matches and you go, actually, you know what, you deserve a takeover. Now. Yeah, let's
3: see what you can do with no, without commercial breaks yeah. and stuff because you guys would kill it. But uh, more, I guess, on that later. But overall, it was good and it helps get Pete over as the scary British monster guy that he's yeah. just so mean. And uh,
2: I want to see him fight everyone, honestly.
3: Still want that Daniel Bryan match. We're getting that, oh
2: yeah, um, we're getting more that uh, feel that NXT used to have, that you don't have people in bubbles. Like, everyone is react, like interacting with everyone. Like, Leon Ruff has his feud with Swerve, but yeah. here he's with Pete, and it I don't know, it feels more real. It feels like everyone is going for the same thing. It's
3: like a cast on a
2: show. It Everything is. intertwines. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, everyone's stories are weaving in and out, and that's why you go, like, with the main title picture, you can see so many contenders. It could be Pete, it could be Finn, it could be Kyle, it could yeah. be Johnny, it could be anyone. Like it's it was strong. I like this. We go to Legado
3: del Fantasma and Santos Escobar standing tall. Says that he is the leader of leaders, the lucha leader, and says that tonight he becomes a two-time cruiserweight champion when he beats Kushida not once but twice tonight. So that's the main event. We get uh, well. It was kind of just a quick little promo, but overall he always sounds pretty good. I yeah, think. yeah. We get a movie trailer. An epic summer blockbuster movie trailer style vignette for Frankie Monet, mm. who's coming next week. Apparently she's gonna wrestle. First match. So, but it it made it look like it's a commercial. Like we got up to like go do stuff and I'm like, oh wait, it's part of the show. Yeah. Uh which is cool. Uh looks like it's promoting like some big Sex in the City blockbuster movie, but with her and uh, the dog.
2: I think it, they kind of missed a bit with her first week, because um, she felt a bit overshadowed. But yeah. since then I think they're doing a a good job of her just kind of floating around. And here now she's got this sort of movie gimmick. Um, looking forward to see her first match in NXT. They, we go to our first title
3: match of the night, the NXT women's championship, Raquel Gonzalez, the champion defending against the challenger, Mercedes Martinez and uh, Dakota's in Raquel's corner, but Mercedes just attacks Raquel. Raquel right away here and just like super aggressive throwing her around and then scares off Dakota who like jumps over the barricade like okay I'm sorry I'm I'm not not getting involved and we go to commercial break when we come back Gonzalez regains control and does this huge uh, like lariat just taking her out which looked beautiful there's then Mercedes who gets Raquel's like legs caught up in the corner turnbuckle and ropes and then hits her with like a rope assist final cut or twist and shout or whatever mm. it looked really cool for a near fall Raquel comes back with the alley oop remember this Big Show I used to do it's like a power bomb you oh, go yeah. for the power bomb but then you throw them that throw way them behind. and you do people in the pool it's fun <laughs> uh, but Raquel does it to Mercedes into the ropes here kind of like a stun gun and then goes for her tornado bomb but that's blocked with some near falls and pin, pinning attempts yeah
2: that was pretty impressive just the sight of Raquel getting Mercedes up for it but then it was like a sunset flip out of it I thought for the size of these two look pretty cool but Mercedes, he hits her with a fisherman buster and then like the the V-trigger,
3: the Kamagoye, really, mm. where she grabs both legs and goes for that. But uh, Raquel kicks out and then they're going at it again. But it's Raquel who picks her up in the air with the tornado bomb, Texas tornado bomb, and pins Mercedes and retains the title.
2: Uh, this was OK. I-, I was expecting a little bit more maybe from these two. Um, it felt slightly clunky at points but then there were other moments i thought looked really good it just didn't necessarily flow as well as i'd have liked it to um
3: i agree it kind of felt like there's some parts that were off i i I know mercedes martinez we've seen her on the indies before and she can pull out some crazy matches but raquel is someone who's like just recently brought it and like we've we've seen it and i was i i think that might just be the issue that i
2: was expecting like a bit of a banger but Mm. kind of didn't really there was there was one moment as well where they just kind of paused like there was a bit of hesitation where maybe they just lost where they were a bit but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't bad but i i think there's a better match with these two down the line i don't know if we'll we'll get it if, if we do i guess because she beat her yeah
3: clean so yeah it's just another stepping stone for like raquel to gain those the, in this rain mm. make it have some credibility and stuff but what do
2: you i mean where does mercedes go from here do you just put her back with the t-bar leader? put her in the tag division Oh, I don't know. Yeah, and maybe we don't have that much Stone Brand. We don't have that much in the tag division. Feud so. with the
3: Stone Brand and join them. Yeah, I don't know. Who would
2: you? <laughs> who could you partner her with? Tony Storm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, not not bad idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Overall,
3: like I, I think both of them are great. It just maybe something didn't really super click. It wasn't bad. It was, no. just, it was good, but yeah. yeah. We go to just a clip here saying up next is isaiah Swerp scott but it shows him arriving here with his his new gang of of, of friends yes and just just this little like clip here was just then like walking in acting all cool i was like oh shit i gotta Who? whatever this is looks great i said to him like this guy's a star this yeah. looks great i can't I, I need to see this uh so instantly i'm already like hyped when we come back from commercial we show Bronson Reed who's backstage and he's, he somehow was attacked it seems like the way tried to get an advantage for next week by beating him up and Scotty Tuhati NXT uh, trainers they're uh, trying to help Reed up here I know you you were like is that Scotty <laughs> he wasn't wearing the hat so. no
2: that's why I can recognize yeah. him yeah. you should
3: get you should get one of those hats I'm thinking of getting a bucket hat for the I summer. used to want one bucket hat
2: I, I mean I could definitely Scotty my hair probably now. you could it's Scotty your hair 100% yeah. just bleach it it's getting quite David Lynch does he have weird baby? Oh, wavy he hat? has like weird sticky up at the front hair. Oh. You should just I don't mind being David Lynch. You
3: could you could get like the the Scotty wears what the bucket hat, and then you cut the hole in the yeah. top and you put your hair through it. Do I you, mean, you
2: can just buy them with the hole in.
3: You can buy these things. I thought you had like that's he didn't
2: cut the hole out. I'm no. sure he
3: did in some of them, nah, no, especially no. some of those yellow ones. Yeah, I want a bucket hat like a schoolboy. <laughs> uh, so. That's why Regal's mad that Johnny and, and them took out Reed. So he's like, you know what, Johnny? I'm done. You broke my pencil. You broke Bronson. He's getting you in a steel
2: cage mm-hmm. match next week. I thought this was the best Bronson sounded. Was this? No, this wasn't Bronson yet. We see him a little later, I think. Oh, it was him that announced steel cage, though.
3: Later he announces it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Sorry. Uh But William Regal's just more upset at Johnny yes. at this point. But now we go back to the ring. And we see all the lights are off except a spotlight on Isaiah, Swerve, Scott. And he says, it's about to get spooky. And then the music hits. And out come the rest of his squad as the lights and everything turn on. And the graphic says, Hit Row, hmm. which seems to be the name of this squad, this crew. They come down to the ring. They're all in their, like, urban street attire. They look like basically, uh, like, a hip-hop record label. That's what they're going yeah. for before this. I literally said to you last week on this show when we saw the debut of A.J. Francis. C.J.? Mm-hmm. A.J. Francis. A.J., yeah. Uh, I said, oh, it's Suge Knight. He's supposed to be Suge Knight. And little did I know that they would come out this week calling themselves Hit Row, which is supposed to be Death Row Records. He's literally playing the part of Suge Knight. And I'm all for this. So uh, Isaiah Swerve has the microphone. He says, they tried to make me something I wasn't. They tried to make Swerve swerve's house and something something cool but whose house swerve's house well no that's not me swerve is a savage swerve is disrespectful swerve is a dangerous man and so is this man and then he passes it off to the suge knight guy a.j francis who is now known as top Dollar. Mm. Who basically says, I've been everywhere. I've been in the NFL. I'm on A&E. I'm in double XL mag. And now I'm on NXT. And then he just starts to like freestyle here. Uh, someone tell the acclaimed. You're going to hear bars from the acclaimed tomorrow <laughs> night on dynamite sh- shooting bars here, but he starts to rhyme and s- mentions how, uh, he's nefarious and you're going to eat digest all his lines like a lariat. Um, and then we are introduced to BFab who, uh, is here. She is decked out with like crazy blonde kind of dreads. And, and again, looking all like pretty cool. And she talks about how she's traveled all over the world as well, working in the music industry, like with Juicy J and, and she's the dime who makes the deal and it's a done deal. Uh, and then we have someone we've recognized uh ashanti the adonis yes. who's uh i i he loved his outfit it's like these red suspenders but he loves
2: his dungarees doesn't he i, I low-key
3: want these not in red mm. uh but maybe black or i don't know something ridiculous don't, don't yeah don't. just don't yeah. <laughs> i know i know they it it's so they look so good the vest is bad enough but <laughs> it's such a wrestling thing though i think yeah. it works but uh so they say that this uh here is the the Hit Row, and we produce hits. We are the Hit Row. So, uh, yeah, these guys letting NXT know that they're the new unit here, a new faction uh, with Top Dala, the Adonis, and B-Fab with the leader, Swerve, Scott.
2: There's no reason why this guy shouldn't be the guy. In wrestling. In a, in a year or so. In, like, pro wrestling. He's, honestly, like, his matches are great. He looks great. He's now got a faction where, uh, I mean, uh, Ashanti didn't talk, but the other two sounded great. They This doesn't feel like a gimmick. It doesn't feel like we've got four guys throwing them together and being like, oh, you're going to be like this hip-hop label. It feels authentic. It feels like who they actually are. And I even like in his promo how he was, yeah, i am been ha- having to say like Swerve's house and right. all this. Like, that's not me. This is me. Um, I love this. I think... Uh, really the sky's the limit for these guys. Uh, well, that's not... That wouldn't be a death row. That was more of a East Coast uh, record
3: label. That was da- P. Diddy. Sky's the limit? Yeah, my yeah. Bad. Big, yeah, it's okay. Uh, what's your favorite? You know I get all my... Uh, West Coast, confused. East Coast, yeah, yeah. Uh, I myself, I have the strange fascination with Shug Knight. I always found him to be interesting. I've watched so many documentaries. I've loved the the movies where he's been featured in and stuff like that. I really think he is a real-life wrestling supervillain, and he's in jail and probably will be for the rest of his life. And I just always found him fascinating. He's such an evil, mean yeah. guy, and I always thought like wrestling could take from that. And it seems like, th- for some strange reason this all makes sense. We've seen him swerve in the studio with the friends just passing by. It's like, what are they doing? Are they making music? We said that on the show, what are they supposed to be doing? I don't know, but it looks cool. Now it's like, yeah, I was working the motions of creating this, like this unit, this quote unquote record label. And, Hit row is obviously supposed to be similar to death row, but it's awesome. Earlier, when this was happening, Sino uh, Evil, friend of the show, shot in the dark. We were messaging in our group chat, and we were like quoting. And I was going off of there's a famous quote where Suge Knight was like, "Come to come to death row." So Sino like rewrote the the quote and tagged Top Dollar, and he's like retweeted
2: and and all this stuff. But I I love this in in my wrestling. I think I think AJ Francis could be great. Yeah, I, I've watched some of those hidden treasure shows and the. Gun- seemed very comfortable and confident in front of a camera yeah um sounded good here looks good just looks different from the rest of them I, I love this act already and just the name's cool obviously the play on death row but also hit as in you're making hit. hits but hit. this is a like it's combat a sick, sport it's where you hit name. people like it it all works I'm big big fan of this
3: yeah how, how much money do you think I could when if i bet on uh, the acclaimed guy mentioning shit row on dynamite oh yeah like how easy is it to make fun of you know, shit True. row right True. but uh, i i love this i i think this is great and it it obviously is mixing two of my favorite things wrestling and, and hip hop and music and stuff but it just it, even if you, you don't even like really know too much about that and you're like this is lit this is so cool it looks the part it doesn't feel fake it he looks like an actual star i think swerve scott proved in this alone that like this guy should be like I, a guy he really wrestling. should yeah. like
2: he could be nxt champion and can go further than that
3: and i love the crew they look they they looked the part, and they all kind of had their little parts and it, it was a great first impression honestly mm-hmm. and the theme song is lit and i want to hear more of like the raps and stuff and Uh, maybe they become like the tag team and then B-Fab can wrestle in the women's division and who knows, like, but like you said, the sky's the limit.
2: Sky's
1: the limit.
3: (laughs) Not a death row song, but yeah. Uh, so overall, this was like the highlight of my show. I was super into this. This is instantly my, my favorite act in wrestling. Like hands down, they gotta get the shirts. They gotta get the, the logos, all that stuff. Cause it, it was definitely like something that felt really good, really cool. Uh, we go to
2: an auction. Yes. A house auction here in Florida. A mansion is Whenever up. these things start, I'm like, well, what's going on here? And then you click, oh, okay, it's the Cameron Grimes bit.
3: So earlier today, a lakefront mansion going on sale on the market. And uh, there's just a bunch of people in suits. And there's an auctioneer from like a local Florida auction company here. He's doing the whole, $5, $5, he's doing the whole thing. And uh, I could be wrong, but uh, a lot of people at this auction sure looked a lot like
2: PC talent uh, yeah, everyone. Like, I wanna, I wanna be on that uh, performance center way. Apparently, wage. Blake Christian. Blake Christian was here. He's like uh,
3: bidding for mansions and stuff. Like, good for him. Yeah, Impact wasn't cutting Oh it. no, now clearly he's... you know why he took this deal. <laughs> All these PC talent just hanging out, but we see Cameron Grimes who shows up in his flashy car to the moon. He says he's gonna bid on the house, so he bids two million, but someone in the back bids. 2.5 so he keeps going higher and the other guy higher and he's like who's back there who's doing this finally he says i'll buy it for eight million but someone says 20 million sold for 20 million to the man in the back cameron grimes is really upset he says who would spend 20 million on a house looks back and we hear the laugh it's that damn ted davy <laughs> who says uh you know it's it's it looks like it was you and me kid but you know, everybody's got a price. And, uh, ha ha, ha ha. <laughs> he basically is like, uh, you know, I can afford this. Maybe you can't. You're not quite there yet. As he laughs and Cameron Grimes goes,
2: Ah, Ted DiBiase again. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> again, really funny, but where is this going? I, a match. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm intrigued. Um, whether DiBiase is going to bring in someone or are we going to have another, a new, like, million dollar champion come in that could, Feud with Grimes because uh, surely this has to go somewhere to the moon. To the moon, yeah. That's what Gr- Grimes
3: is going to be like he's going to do an Elon Musk thing where he's going to be like, okay, I'm so rich that I can go to the moon, and he's getting planned to do it, and it's like, sorry, you don't have enough. But then you see like a clip, and it's Deviasi
2: on the moon, right? <laughs> but again, like it's wrestling. That's not a payoff. Like that's just another. It's not. Yeah, yeah there needs you know, to, so, Jr. Sort of wrestling. Yeah, I mean, is it? DBRC Junior coming back to wrestling, or I imagine it's leading to DBRC introducing someone and maybe actually purchasing a new talent, someone who's
3: going to have like a money gimmick.
2: Yeah, Ever Rise. Or someone someone in the PC, someone money. they've just signed. Someone so money. Yeah. Maybe. Uh I, I enjoy the Give comedy. Give your suggestions at Up Next Podcast.
3: You're right. like for now, like I'm enjoying the comedy. It's funny, but does it go anywhere? It's gotta yeah. go somewhere. Like I'm enjoying it, but yeah. I think it's just another like it's it's essentially a comic strip in your NXT. It's that classic Scrooge McDuck, but he's not <laughs> yeah. it's he's being one upped by someone else. By Richie Rich, essentially. Uh, I've watched uh, I've watched Michael Douglas, Charlie Sheen, Wall Street this week, and then I watched Wolf of Wall Street, and then I watched Musk on SNL, <laughs> and now I'm all ready to go to the moon. I'm going to the moon. I've decided.
2: Well, you need to start.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm going to listen to MJ from NJ.
2: Yeah.
3: I'm going to start. Uh, uh, I don't know. What else do you do when you you do this stuff? I haven't figured that part out yet.
2: Cryptocurrency.
3: I got to learn how to. Dog coin? Dodge yeah. coin? Doge coin? Yeah. Gotta learn it all.
2: I've got some things on the go. We right gotta now. get
3: an up next NFT.
2: Yeah.
3: Right? You oh, can yeah. have different ones. Like every time we say friends, it's an NFT.
2: Okay. Is that, is that how it <laughs> I have works? no idea how it works. <laughs> Do our research.
3: We go to Zoe Stark. An insert promo. We're talking about Tony Storm and how it was an upset when she beat her. And then it shows Tony who says... You got lucky, and I'm gonna have to take you out for good this time. And we are getting a rematch, Stark Storm, next week. So rematch to see if Stark can get lucky again. Do you think she will? Yeah, I think Stark should beat her. Yeah, why not? Poor Tony, but yeah, I agree. Tony should go move on. I guess. I think so. You came here, and it just like sorry, it wasn't the right time. So I just I don't know. I don't know where you do go with her. Put her on SmackDown, Raw. SmackDown or Raw? Yeah, definitely. We go to our next match. Oni Lorcan coming out with Pete Dunne. Fresh off his win earlier tonight. Oni is going one-on-one with cool Kyle O'Reilly. Earlier today in the parking lot when Kyle was arriving, he was approached by Oni Lorkin, who said, hey, I don't like you. My friends don't like you. I'll beat you up. I'll beat you up right now in this parking lot. And Kyle's like, whoa, whoa, dude, it's the NXT parking lot. You got to chill. I'd rather beat you where everyone can see in the ring tonight. So that's how this match is happening, which I'm pretty sure I've seen this match Probably like Smash Wrestling or something. Biff Busick or... See, I feel Khan. like we've seen it on NXT Yeah, well, we probably maybe. have. Yeah, definitely. So it's Pete... Sorry, Pete Dunn on the outside. But Oni versus Kyle. It starts off with some Matt Wrestling, back and forth, chain wrestling. Because both guys are pretty talented. Oni, you know, you kind of forget that he is pretty Smash Mouth style. But can get very technical and aggressive as well. As well as like these elbow strikes. And a series of chops just lighting up Kyle's chest here. But then Kyle comes back with the offense and he loves his axe and smash and the, the sweeps and the kicks and the forearms. He's got like some of the best uh, strikes in the game of pro wrestling. Uh, he eventually locks in a heel hook and Oni is trying to get out of it, which he does, but then gets caught in a guillotine and then a brain buster. Kyle climbs the top rope, flying knee to the back of the head, and he pins Oni
2: Lorcan. I, I was a bit disappointed by this. I, I don't know if it was the commercial break, just splitting it up and you didn't really get much either side, but, um, knowing these two guys' style and seeing a lot of like Oni's TV matches over the years, I was expecting something a bit more hard hitting, but it didn't really get going for me.
3: Yeah, it didn't get to what I like expected to kind of see. Uh, I've seen sino Evil in the Twitch chat saying it's actually the first time that they fought one on okay. one because we've probably seen the fight tag probably, matches yeah, in war games and that
2: kind of thing.
3: But uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I had some really cool little spots, especially with the chops and stuff. But it was essentially to get Kyle over here. But right after Kyle O'Reilly is beat down by Pete Dunn and Oni Lorkin, it's a two on one assault to Kyle. But someone comes in for the save, and that someone. Is the returning Bobby Fish? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's back. He kicks the guys out of there. They run out of there. They 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 flee, and then it's Kyle and Bobby face to face in the middle of a ring once again. Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and he says, "Kyle, I'm here." And Kyle right away goes,
2: Aah. "I thought you'd be at the Seven oh. County School Board meeting." <laughs>
3: what are you doing here? That's why Pete and Oni left real quick. Wait, I don't want to be anywhere near that guy. No, (laughs) Kyle says, Bobby, you're here. Uh, but actually, uh, kind of doing my own thing right now. He, he literally says this. He's like, "Uh, I'm kind of doing my own thing right now. And, uh, Fish is like, yeah, I know that's cool. I'm just, I'm just telling you, you know, I'm here. I'm, I thought I'd help you out. He's like,
2: I had some issues with these guys as well. Yeah, I got. They a re- took him out in bull games. Yeah, they
3: hurt him. They injured him. He's like, I got some things on my own, and I thought, you know, I'd, I'd help you out. So it's kind of like a respect thing. But uh, I love Kyle. But it was kind of a cold, cold shoulder here. Where mm. it's like, uh, I'm, hey, how you do? It's like, it's. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess it. It's not really the same, but it's like you you're you're uh, at a Starbucks and you run into an ex. Mm. and you go hey and they go hey and you're just like how you how you doing and they're like uh i'm really good right now but like hey sorry i'm just on my own thing i don't <laughs> want anything
2: to do with you like fuck off and it's like oh uh, i was just saying hi i don't know i do think we'll see them tag yeah on like a one-off thing for against sure these two and perhaps that's when you bring cole back to like Ooh. take out bobby damn to like heat that feud up again because we know that's not finished that feud sure um but i like this I, it was a genuine surprise uh, i quite like the interaction at the end between yeah two.
3: red dragon returns mm. that's right uh i i think fish could always just be his manager too like he did that in new japan whenever we we've talked about any of the kyle singles matches before he's always like come kyle come on kyle yeah yeah true yeah it was great uh but but it it's still kind of cool to see bobby come for the save i, I popped hard for this i was like oh shit, yeah it's bobby. I, I
2: didn't see it coming yeah
3: i thought it was cool uh red dragon forever we get a uh trailer a movie superhero trailer another one but this time it's for the way the new women's champions and it shows graphics of like a comic book but then it flashes in there like the real version of themselves and their costumes mm. and it was it was quite funny uh and silly and it 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 basically shows Austin Theory in his muscle shirt and then Johnny with the dog, Podme, Yes. with the titles. <laughs> so all the champions. First married couple power trip here. Their titles, they're they're married and they have titles.
2: Stefan Triple H did. But in NXT. Oh, in NXT, right. He's, they're the Steph and Triple I, H? I guess so, yeah. It's
3: official. Th- women's champ, tag champ, and North American champ. Yeah. That's
2: pretty... What's Theory going to get? Cruiserweight. You might need to cut a bit
3: for that. <laughs> north, the world he'll get the north Johnny will get the world
2: yeah okay
3: the way the girl, the the women will be the women's tag
2: Bronson wins the north theory gets the north off of him Johnny gets the world off of cross
3: the prophecy
2: prophecy <laughs>
3: the prophes- Prophecy.
2: prophecy two there needs to be a, a pun in there with the way, the, but the
3: Propha way it doesn't really yeah. uh, the prophecy of the way we'll work on it yeah yeah. at Up Next Podcast it's the prophecy for the way booking it everyone listening is like guys all you did was shit on the way and now you're booking them as the champs (laughs) fuck it (laughs) Kip Sabian's great too
2: yes hey Seamus took you how many years <laughs> 11, he, just, he, like just that.
3: Needed, he just needed to put on that hat and that <laughs> wife beater and the sh- jacket, and that's it. He, that, he pulled the part. He works. Yeah. Everything that I once uh, loved, I now hate, and everything I hate, I now love. Yeah. Fuck Sting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love Sting. I haven't seen him in a while. Did he come uh, out? We'll see him tomorrow. <laughs> We go to Bronson Reed, and this is where we get the reveal. He says, I'm sick of you, Gargano. I'm sick to death of you. Theory, I'm sick and death of the way. So I met with Regal, and he's given me what I want. Give me what I want. And that's next week. Steel cage match. North American title. On the line. And, uh yeah. So that's what we're getting. And it sounds like it could be a good match. It's NXT's on a roll.
2: I see... Bronson winning with the Tsunami off the cage <sighs> Jeez, The Johnny? The Rikishi spot oh Rikishi Valvenus Book it, yeah, do was it that, Was that Backlash 2000, that one? Ooh. Or it, it? might have be been fully loaded I mm. can't remember wow. But that was a good match
3: Tsunami off the cage next week that I'm calling it
2: Yeah, New definitely. North American champ But Damn. yeah, as I said earlier I thought, Reed, this was his best promo I thought he sounded really good here Uh Fire Frank in the Twitch chat says "Fully Loaded 2000." Fully, fully Loaded 2000 is a great show. We should, we should review that one day.
3: And the Twitch chat's also going off about how we our NFT would be up NFT. Perfect would be the the name. Or so we're coming together or litcoins. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, we go to our main event of the evening. It is the cruiserweight title match. The champion Kushida against the the sorry the challenger Santos Escobar and this is a 2 out of 3 falls match. We love a good 2 out of 3 falls match in wrestling. Mm. That's like the best match type, I'd say, probably. Do you think? Pre- pre- like realistically, other than a singles match. I'm a good I'm a classical singles guy, but you know My
2: my problem with a 2 out of 3 falls match on TV mm. is um this started at like 20 to 10. Yeah. And you think normally their matches are about 20 minutes anyway you think you're gonna get three of these in that time um i think it works better on pay-per-view for me is what i'm saying when there's not as much of a time constraint on it
3: yeah you can see like they're like oh we get the first two falls in quickly the thing with you've got to suspect yeah. disbelief
2: a bit yeah more than usual i find but uh it's these two guys come on
3: yeah, exactly. Santos versus Kushida. Right away, as uh Santos makes his entrance, he's looking all super decked out with his uh, Cinco de Mayo uh, sombrero, looking he so great. fresh. He here. Looks yeah, great. they Is always. He,
2: yeah, he's got to be one of the best dressed in wrestling.
3: One hundred percent. There's
2: quite a few right now. Everyone's up in their fashion game. Santos done
3: this look. He's done obviously the the stuff tied in with the Phantom mask thing, mm-hmm. the purple colors and stuff. He's done the Rey Mysterio Halloween Havoc. Yeah, he's done the Riddler he's done
2: like this guy f- needs to take me shopping once, once <laughs> <don't> places <laughs> open up i need to expand beyond h&m, <laughs> bless, H&M. Bless, bless h&m and urban outfitters i need to expand <laughs> oh urban outfitters is when i'm feeling fancy <laughs> yeah yeah
3: yeah i i whenever i go on there i just i see a lot of wrestlers sh- like the easy e shirt kyle Riley wore last week is from urban outfitters. right like i noticed a little, they they have some wrestling shirts too uh I, I wanna I want to go shopping with some wrestlers I feel like there'd be some cool spots but everything they buy is probably expensive yeah like
2: true like uh patreon.com slash <laughs> no, up buy, next podcast <laughs> help us buy fancy
3: new <laughs> we clothes. we want to dress
2: like Santos what well,
3: podcasters don't need to look that like we're on twitch but You're we're on just, twitch. we're just in t-shirts like what well, doesn't matter
2: hey but. if if I had some Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. (laughs) Exactly.
3: So let's dress like Santos Escobar. Yeah. That's the job we want.
1: Exactly.
3: Let's see if Santos' job's here. MSK show up to take Legado del Fantasma out. They kick and scream and fight and they run Raul and Wild out of here. So it's an even one-on-one match here. So MSK doing the, the, the help there for Kushida to make it a fair fight. Uh, as this distraction happens, Kushida flies off the top with the swan dive to the outside. Uh, this match continues in the ring and Santos gains control, beating Kushida up, throws him outside against the ring steps and the post and puts him in this like bending lion tamer, which looked pretty cool. Back in the ring, he puts Kushida in another move, the Mexican surfboard, which looks pretty awesome as well. Kushida comes back though, the cartwheel drop kick, uh, and I think the baseball attempt, but he gets picked up into the shoulders, into the fireman carry, but he's dropped into the phantom driver. One, two, three. He's pinned. See, in a normal match, he's the cruise white champ. It's over. Yeah. But Santos has the first fall here over Kushida, who couldn't get kick out of it in time. But, as the second fall starts, Kushida basically right away locks in a flying armbar, which covers into, like, a cross armbreaker into the hoverboard. And as Vic Joseph is literally being like, hey, we're going to picture-in-picture. Picture. We'll be right back. He goes. Uh, actually, uh, well, wait, because then the flying armbar into the hoverboard, and then the tap. So he they did yelling
2: at the truck. I yeah, he's, he's like, like don't, truck, don't go anywhere, don't, don't go anywhere. Don't We're leave. gonna get a tap.
3: We're gonna get a tap. Thank God, because here in Canada we don't get picture in picture. Yeah. Well, so what do we do?
2: Yeah, uh, I quite I quite like that actually. Sort of Vic yelling to like stop, don't go to commercial. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes it feel like my complaint from earlier. It's oh, you've only. You got three falls in this yeah. point. It made it feel kind of sports-like. Oh, we might see something here. So Hold the, the icy hot commercial yeah. for a sec.
3: <laughs> so they didn't go to break right away. And we get to see the tap out, which means it is now 1-1 with one fall to go. Then they go to break. So good on Vic there. When we come back, it's, it's now Santos who hits him with the Tope Suicida headbutt to the outside. He's got one of the best suicide mm-hmm. dives for sure. Uh But in the ring, the baseball punch connects, then a PK to the arm. There's crazy back-and-forth pinfall attempts, like roll-ups and sunset flips into counters, into counters of counters. It was very Macho Man Ricky Steamboat here, where they're going, like, pinfall, back-and-forth, counter for counter. There's then a flying hoverboard lock, which just looks insane. And this is where he does it, like, off the top rope, mm. like the upside-down, sideways, flying into the, the hoverboard. But then Escobar crawls and crawls and gets to the ropes. But then he's turned back into the middle of the ring where he tries to get the ropes again, which he eventually gets out of it, which was a great spot. I love a good reaching for the rope spot and submission hold. He gets out of it, but Kushida hits him with the, what do I call it, the hatch suplex. It's the front guillotine with the one arm lift, but thrown overhead into the turnbuckle, just upside down. Santos is folded Kushida picks him up, hits the move again, but when he hits it on, into the ring, it's like almost like a Northern Lights where you have the guy's neck and head bridged and yeah. shoulders clipped and everything. And Kushida, while bridging, pins Santos for the second fall and retains the title.
2: I, I love that finish because it looked like Santos wasn't kind of... He wasn't taken out, but there was absolutely no way he could get out of it, especially with his shoulder being worked on throughout the match from the hoverboard lock. He just couldn't kick out. You saw him. It's like I'm trapped here. Yeah, there's no and way. I think uh, I thought the finish was great. Again, the, these two have great chemistry. It was the, the right decision to have Kushida retain and have a, a run with this. But what I love with NXT is every title now feels like it means something. Your main eventing with the Cruiserweight title. You tell me that a couple of years ago, I'd laugh at you. You know that that title meant nothing. Yeah, but you can headline with the Women's Championship, the North American Championship, the Cruiserweight Championship. If anything, of everything on this show, the NXT title felt like the least important thing because I, I'm i just not into the champion. But I think NXT has been so good recently at building up the kind of fresher talent, the undercard, because you now look, I, I hope this moves Escobar onto something bigger because I honestly think if eventually you have your uh, kind of your old school, your your Coles, your Champers move on to something else, your next class for your main event scene is your Escobars, is your Swerves. And it wouldn't feel like a downgrade at all. Like they're ready.
3: 100%. Santos is someone you could have. If you think Bre- Reed is going to hit the tsunami off the cage and win the title, there's Santos who could be the guy to Absolutely. take it from him yeah. eventually or or world title picture as well. I feel like if you had a crowd right now, if if all of a sudden we had crowds or we had crowds and you had Karrion and Cross come out as champion, he wouldn't get a, a baby face reaction. No, and I think Santos people would give him a baby face reaction, 100%. and people will want to see that match again that they've had that rivalry, and people would just want say fucking book Santos he's beating a, him.
2: He's a cheeky heel, yeah. Like like Eddie always had that kind of twinkle in his eye that you, even though you're doing heelish stuff, you like him and. I think this guy could be a huge baby face, 100%. Um, yeah,
3: I like the whole Legado del Fantasma thing. They've completely made it an act that works. With their, Again, it's all about how you look the part, for sure. But he brings it in the ring, for sure. He's been a, a highlight of NXT many times. This was obviously the match of the night on this show, 100%. Easily, yeah. yeah, and and Santos definitely is someone... He didn't win the Cruiserweight title back, but they need to use him for bigger and better things, hopefully. But uh here in NXT, there still is like moving around like you said like you could have the women title main event the women's tag titles main event the cruiser title like there's different avenues you can everything you can do.
2: everything feels fresh every time they announce a match and i, and I love nxt have always been good at promoting ahead like they're always promoting yeah. the next week and two weeks ahead yeah but every match they announce sounds kind of like oh that that sounds really exciting or whenever it you're getting a rematch you go Oh well, I really like their last match. So now you've added more to the story. I'm I'm looking forward to see what happens. Whereas, you, uh, you watch Raw especially, and like I watched Rhea Ripley versus Asuka on Monday. That was the that was the WrestleMania match, and already I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. And listen to us earlier. We're going. Oh, we we want to see Swerve Rough Part Four at a Takeover because it feels fresh every week and. I think they're on such a roll right now. I wouldn't say any of the matches this week blew me away. Um, Agreed. But just the pace of the show, uh, it flows so well. Every character is interesting. Um, I think NXT are really hitting their stride right now.
3: 100%. This feels like the the way it used to be when it got really hot because they'd always promote like, hey, maybe our world champ's not going to be on this show tonight. But uh, he was on this show. But I mean, like next week is the North American title. So it's like every week it's a rotating thing of different things that are going on. It's like, again, like a TV show, right? You watch Breaking Bad or Sopranos. One episode's gonna feature certain characters more so than the other, but even though you still see them and they're still there and interacting, Mm. but it, it swats back and forth. And sometimes, you know, Paulie's got a highlighted episode or whatever. Like there's different things like that. And that's how it feels. And it feels. Paulie would be
2: a great manager
0: in NXT.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It feels, it just feels like, like every week there, the rotator here, when you land on different things, okay, well, it's in the tag division. Okay. Well, it's MSK. They're doing great. What's, you know, going forward? And then now with the announcement of takeover in your house, Uh, 2021 like yeah it gives you set up time which uh to me i I could fantasy book that as uh msk grizzled young vets Mm. as the takeover match uh, like just a straight up tag team match um kushida versus i don't know who kushida you can't do santos again just
2: bring ricochet down ricochet versus kushida or ali (laughs) like true yeah Fuck it, yeah. Why not? Um, they would feel like a big deal in NXT, and the title feels a big deal. It wouldn't feel like a downgrade at all. Would you do what are they doing main event? Like, just bring them here. What about the the
3: world title? Because we don't know what's going to happen with Cross and Finn in two weeks. So,
2: um, I imagine Cross retains. It could always be something screwy. It could always be to set up Finn's next feud. Um, and I m- imagine maybe some number one contender match between if Johnny does lead, lose the title, have Johnny. What, Johnny, Dunn, Kyle... Four-way something? Four-way. Number one contenders, yeah.
3: There's Adam Cole who could show up and get involved with Kyle. We don't know, but going forward, a few things that kind of would make sense. Um,
2: Did we mention the uh, Dane-Wolf match didn't happen this year. Oh, right, yeah, sorry. Um, Which was obviously the the whole Imperium story going on and uh, Wolf and Dane having their connection with Sanity. Um, Was it Wolf was... "Quote unquote injured," but it it seems like they're they're putting it off because maybe food poisoning. They don't want to fight each other, really. Uh, So that's that's interesting and just something going on in the background as well. And thank you to uh, Sino who said that on dot com. They did a kind of mutual respect angle between Raquel and Mercedes backstage, and apparently Dakota threw like a dirty look at Raquel for kind of showing her that respect. So. That feud is also just bubbling under the surface as well. So That's in
3: your house, Dakota versus
2: Raquel. You think that soon? Yeah. Okay. It's
3: takeover. Got to do it. Right. Uh, I don't know what you would do. Where does EO? I maybe in, but... do
2: a different match and then have the turn at in your house to set up for the next one. True. But um, lots going on, and honestly, I'm I'm kind of enjoying. All of it. Yeah, right this now. was a great from, from episode. top to bottom. Yeah. I, I'm interested in every story.
3: Yeah, everything. everything feels fresh and moving forward and setting up. And it feels good when they tell you that there's a takeover, so you know you have something to kind of build towards. Mm. But even before that, in two weeks, we got a world title match. Next week, we got a North American title match. So they're promoting big weekly shows they've they've definitely found their stride once again the footing is back we're we're fine here yeah and ev- everything feels good and the way this show the reason we do this podcast is we fucking love the show and yeah. certain times in the past there was a little bit of a lull where it kind of felt like something was off and obviously a pandemic like effects and and stuff like that no crowds and stuff but overall like it feels like things are moving and it makes you go oh i can't wait for for next week and and stuff like that and it feels good when wrestling kind of hypes you up in in that way that's why we watch it i, mm-hmm. I watch it because i want to like it i like it and yeah it, it woke good.
2: me up i'm over my vaccine now there you go like i'm i'm energized from this show you want to put ron good. no <laughs> <laughs> well, i on need that? a vaccine for that
3: yeah yeah exactly um, uh, but that was NXT. That's what we thought of NXT. Uh, we, we read your feedback, your comments or questions here. You mentioned the, the post wrestling feedback thread, the forum there. Uh, I believe if you're still a patron of post wrestling, you can use the forum. So we'll still post up there, but I highly recommend to join the, Up next, Facebook group, because we'll post up there every Tuesday night as well for a feedback thread. And I've already seen some postings, so if you have any there. I'll take
2: the forum and you take the Facebook. For sure. Uh, We start with Fire Frank, who says, Fun show that seemed to fly by. Enjoyed the tag match. The women's title was a really good brawl. And Santos Kushida was a technical war. Shout out Hit Row with a great debut promo. And that damn Ted DiBiase. Finn is here and coming for the title. Bobby is back, but cool Kyle made it clear there's still buds, but he's on his own now. Should be interesting to see where Fish goes from here on his own. Got the next couple weeks already set up with big title match. NXT is in a groove now. Eight brass knuckles out of ten for Regal's birthday. Ah oh, Was it Happy. William Regal's birthday? And what a week to be talking about the Queensbury Wow. Result. Wonderful Happy William. Birthday, Mr. Regal. Wow.
3: We go to the Facebook group feedback thread here. Who? It's Corey who says, Not a bad show by any stretch. Felt like the women's title match was the weakest match on the card. It felt like neither alignment was clear and the audience didn't care for... Or booed both women. I really hope Raquel steps her game up in the ring as well because it, as it stands, she's a huge step down, no pun intended, from EO's reign. Sort of shocked she didn't show up afterwards, but I guess they are saving that for down the line, referring to EO. He continues, Kushida Santos was an absolute banger and I enjoyed almost everything about it. My only gripe was that it felt like it could have went on for another five to ten minutes
2: and it would have been better. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We go to Andrew from Cape Breton. One of the common criticisms of NXT I hear on the show is that of Vic Joseph. It felt tonight he was going out of his way to try and sound as intense and enthusiastic as he could. It's something I miss with Mauro Ranallo. I thought Vic really showed up today and did a great job and really helped with the Cruiserweight title match and making it feel important. Maybe it's due to my not watching NXT, but the belt hasn't been presented that this well ever with main eventing the show this evening. Bobby Fish is also back. Thankfully, Drake was able to cover for him at that crazy meeting today. I'm assuming Bobby saying he has unfinished business means the FBI better be on high alert and make sure he doesn't try to invade the Capitol. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, it makes a good point about Vic. There's normally a moment every week where we kind of shake our head, and there wasn't this week. It's getting better.
3: What did we say? Yeah. We, things we didn't like before? Yeah. Fucking love Vic We're willing,
2: we're willing to... if. if People improve. We're willing to see it. 100.
3: Whoa, that's what I want. That's what I want out of this. But yeah, I, I thought he did a good job, especially that 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 during the match where he's like, "We're going to break." Actually, no. Fuck it. We're not going to break. Yeah. Don't you dare go to break. i make the calls here. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, don't put you, push that button. <laughs> don't take. We're not going to break. We go to TJ Sharp in the Facebook group for, for him. He says, Hey, everybody. Malachi from the forums. Tonight's show wasn't quite the killer show like last week, but it was still solid. The world title scene is weird with all the ways it could go after Cross versus Balor 2, but I like it. Raquel and Mercedes started off brutal, but it didn't quite stay the way it started. I feel these two could tear each other apart if they put their hearts into it. Sharma needs a promotion. I'm sure they could find another ref to get rid of and give sharma his pay i believe sharma is now I the head he ref yes. actually yeah uh he continues i'm all about hit row and ready to see what they bring to the turntable question who is their death row comp- counterparts i hope eventually rough earns their respect and joins them whoa rough uh entering yeah i w- i wanted to play this game but you don't how, how many are in death row yeah i don't know if you if you know you might know them so so there's there's, uh, Sh- Shug Knight, who's obviously AJ Francis, yeah. the top dollar. Uh, you would assume, um, like, Swerve is, this is where it's tough. Tupac? Yeah, because Adonis was wearing the Tupac gear. Okay. The – the the what do you call them? Overall jumper things? Yeah, dungaree kind of thing. Tupac always wore those. Right. So I got vibes from that. So okay. you could think that it, Adonis – because Swerve also makes beats and stuff and that's Dr. Dre. He's like the mastermind kind of. Okay. But, too, but Dre is not necessarily the big rapper but he's like – the chronic was such the big thing. But it definitely was when Pac came in. So, and I guess B, is it Fab? Mm. She's, she says she's more of the, the money maker deal thing, which kind of doesn't really make sense. Uh, by like just off, cause there is the main four in the, all the pictures of Death Row. It's, it's Snoop Dogg. But I mean, yeah, I don't know.
2: How long before Cameron Grimes tries to be their backer? <laughs> tries to
3: invest in, yeah. like push them to exactly. make music and stuff. Yeah, he should. Uh, they, I want to see them make, make music and stuff. Um, Maybe more so, like, like more. I like the, 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 the rap stuff that they do, but are they going to do like more freestyles over beats? Or are they going to make songs? Are they going to try to push stuff I think, out?
2: I, I think it works for the, the promos. Definitely that those kind of studio promos work really well. But yeah, how to incorporate the music element into it. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, uh, it, Definitely. Like, even even bringing in actual popular rappers. Because mm. uh, WWE had Bad Bunny. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you can reach out. There's a lot of rappers and wrestling fans. So many rappers would, ch- like, jump to, to even do songs. I mean, if
2: Elias did a fucking album.
3: Yeah, you know, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I know Swerve and these guys have been recently putting out clips of music videos and, mm. and songs. So I'm assuming that they are already doing that. But now that we've seen this as a character, there's definitely draws to bring it in as like some part of the act um there's smash wrestling toronto there's a guy is it something bennett mike bennett no that's a different bennett Mm. kevin bennett he's like this white dude from buffalo his gimmick was like he's a shitty soundcloud like white dude rapper right and his promos to hype for his matches is he yeah he makes like rap music videos where you did the whole video is him dissing the guy over Mm. a trap beat that's something that I want to see. Like the acclaimed have done it, and I haven't. Like I'd want it. There's okay. less
2: comedy though. Yeah, and yeah. More like actually going for the jugular.
3: Yeah, yeah. Know? And that's Death Row. Like Death Row was so serious. Uh, Death Row was like legit doing. Shug Knight was doing terrible things. Mm. Uh, like little things. This is a uh like a pop culture like is it true or is it like a story? A broken telephone. That the whole reason Death Row was funded is because Shug Knight threatened to kill Vanilla Ice by holding him by the ankles over a hotel balcony saying, you – one of my buddies helped write that song. You owe us royalties for Ice Ice Baby, which he fucking ripped off Queen anyways – so, therefore, he had to pay Shug, who then took that money
2: and made Death Row. So, we're going to have AJ Francis dangling Cameron Grimes yes. by the ankles yes. at the yes. PC. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Wonderful. And then
3: Cameron Grimes is like kind of out of money, so he's got to go do a theme song for <laughs> Ninja gonna Turtles 2. He's got to go
2: too. to Ted DiBiase, and that's his manager.
3: <laughs> Boom. Boom. Let's get like Snoop Dogg in here and shit. Like, let, I want to see some... like this, this story arc of wrestling is my new favorite.
2: Hit Row. <laughs> Welcome to Hit Row. We go to Johnny Skull, who says, I don't know whether it's because NXT is the day after Raw or because LA Knight wasn't on this show, but I thought this was a cracking episode throughout. The tag match was fun. The women's match was everything I wanted from it. I can't wait for the incoming Dakota Gonzalez feud. The two out of three where Kushida got the submission to level it up at 1-1, going into the break was thrilling television. I was really impressed by the on-screen presence of B-Fab and... Uh, O? Um... Ashanti the Adonis? Bfab Had-O. Oh, okay. Oh. And the new Hit Row song is a banner. Yeah, it is. Uh, any thoughts on the Brian Pillman or Book T-Drop documentary in the last couple of days? We've covered, covered that. Thanks, Carl. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go to one last one here in the Facebook thread from
3: Charbel. The Chosen One. He says, this is my NXT. This show is getting back to where it's supposed to be. New talent, new matches, video packages, and awesome wrestling. Hit row, like what the actual f so hype and so ready, Wow, nice. look at Charbel even uh, editing now his feedback yes he's <laughs> moved on to the Facebook and he's being polite and stuff, no dirty words, yeah. so he just said f it could be he did, anything. yeah. yeah.
2: And finally, we go to Magen, who says, NXT experimenting with their main events lately continues to pay dividends. Kushida and Escobar shut it all down. Santos is ready to move up the ladder as he loses nothing here. Vic Joseph's call before the final commercial break was aces when Kushida quickly got the second fall. Grimes continues to hit outside of his pay grade and... As his ongoing saga with DBRC goes on, Scott has finally figured it out with his new stable hit row. Top dollar's got some bars. Karrion Cross is looking a little too vulnerable in the ring by giving Austin Theory some offense. I will admit seeing Finn Balor appear out of nowhere was a neat callback to two months ago. NXT's attention to detail is often underappreciated. Yeah, I didn't even clock that, but yeah, Cross did the same, didn't he? Running back the rematch in two weeks leaves TakeOver In Your House main event up in the air. Daryl Sharma stole MSK versus Brizango. He's got some hops. Gonzalez versus Martinez was a physical war of attrition. Curious choice to put in the second hour as opposed to the main event. Fish returned and he sees that a lot has changed. Carl's pursuing singles glory. Adam's out of sight and Roddy has left NXT. Oh. I wonder where he stands going forward. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he'll definitely be involved, I, I assume, once They're ready to pull the trigger on the Cole feud again.
3: Well, it seems like uh, you guys are also interested in this week. it was a hit. Yeah, NXT seems to be on a hit. Row. Row. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Well, hey, thanks for listening to us talk about NXT. We do this every week with Up Next weekly shows, and this one's free. BD Elite, talking all about All Elite Wrestling's Dynamite every week that's free join us both Tuesday and Wednesday nights 1015 we go live after NXT we record this show live on Twitch and then Wednesday nights we do that right after Dynamite as well uh, and the Twitch is just popping off because we're doing our backlash watch along this Sunday and then we'll stay on and do a post show and then we uh, clip that and turn it into a little podcast as well so uh, patrons that'll be in your inbox for
2: all patrons We usually make that one and a reminder uh, if you want to call in tomorrow after BD Elite we do take your we can talk about everything from NXT to AEW to Dark Side of the Ring whatever is on your mind in the world of wrestling we'd love to hear from you
3: this is all you hit row people out there I wanna hear your thoughts on Hit Row. If you okay. call in call in tomorrow, people. I wanna hear your thoughts on Hit Row, even though Dynamite will be on. But I know some people got some will have some thoughts after tonight. But thank you guys for listening. Again, patreon.com slash upnext for all the podcasts. Only five bucks. North American tier gets you access to all the shows we've done there in the past. So many shows. Was next, best matches ever, all the stuff, and the upcoming shows as well. Uh Backlash 2001. review from the six, as well as our backlash post show, like we mentioned, and Samurai Cop For an edition of Up Yours with Brandon From New Jersey All these podcasts So many podcasts And uh, we can't do it Without you We
2: really can't Thank you so no. much
3: guys Thank you Follow us on Instagram Twitter At Up Next Podcast And I myself Braden Harrington You can find me Twitter, Instagram At TheBrayD And I am At Davey Portman And uh, it ain't nothing But a swerve thing Baby uh, I'm trying to think Of another Death Row Death Yeah Hit Row is the record That Lays me.
2: I don't
1: know. Ahoy! <laughs>